The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of Christ. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Three things you should probably know about me. The first, I make lists for everything. Everything. My phone currently has five different lists going. Oftentimes there are more. But currently those five lists are conversation notes, interesting things that people say while I'm talking to them, a to-do list, it's never-ending, my favorite quotes from things I'm reading, a shopping list, of course we all need a shopping list, and a 4th of July family fun list, because my family is here. The second thing you should probably know is I have to put everything on the calendar in my phone or it doesn't make my life. Some of you have probably heard me say that before. I've tried using a paper calendar, a little journal that I carry around with me, but it just doesn't work for me. Just doesn't. 
And perhaps the strangest thing that you might need to know about me is that almost everything in my life is organized by color. Yes, I may be a little OCD. My closet is organized by color, but also the lists on my phone are organized by color, and even the categories of my calendar are organized by color. And the color of the category on my calendar that keeps me going day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, is the color brown. Not a very uplifting or bright color, I know. But brown is the color of dust. Brown is the color of dirt. And on this wild ride of following Jesus, brown is the color of my social calendar. All of my lunch and dinner dates, all brunches and coffee dates, all concerts and outings, they're all brown. Brown is the color in my calendar that reminds me that I'm not alone. Brown is the color of friends and colleagues, parishioners and neighbors, partners in crime. Brown is the color of people who remind me to literally shake it off. People who remind me to shake off the hurt and the pain, shake off the anxiety, and shake off the feelings of loneliness. Brown is the color that reminds me that I am not alone on this mission of sharing the love of Jesus with the world. Our reading today from the Gospel of Luke is not the first time Jesus had sent out disciples into the world. In chapter 9, one chapter earlier, Jesus gave the 12 disciples authority over all demons and the power to cure all diseases. Then he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. In chapter 9, Jesus asked that they carry nothing with them for their journey. They were to rely totally on the hospitality of not their friends, but strangers. If the stranger did not welcome them, they were to shake it off, shake the dust from their feet as they left that town. But 12 disciples simply wasn't enough to proclaim the kingdom of God come near to all people. In chapter 10, Jesus sent 70 more of his disciples out into the world. Again, they were asked to carry nothing for their journey and to rely totally on the hospitality of strangers. Again, they were charged with proclaiming the kingdom of God come near to all people. And again, they were instructed to shake it off, shake the dust off their feet in protest of the ones who did not welcome them. But this time, a few things were a little different. This time, Jesus warned his disciples that there would be conflict and there would be division. This time, Jesus said, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. This time, Jesus taught them to offer peace from the very start, as he instructed them to say, peace to this house as the very first thing they said. This time, 
there were 70 of them. 70 to heal the sick. 70 to assert righteous authority. 70 to proclaim the kingdom of God come near for all people. 70 to shake it off. 70 to persevere. My friends, why is it so hard to shake it off and keep going? Why is it so difficult to shake the dust from our feet? It's difficult because we simply can't shake it off all on our own. We need help. If you've ever tried to shake off hurt, pain, rejection, trauma, and grief all on your own, I'm sure you found that it's impossible to do by yourself. We need the God-given power of authority to heal us. We need the presence of one another. We need the presence of another person who is also committed to following Jesus and has been sent by him. Another person who loves us enough to work through the conflict together. Another who loves us enough to remind us first to offer a word of peace. Friends, the brown colored dots on my calendar save me over and over again. Those brown dots remind me that I am never alone in proclaiming the kingdom of God come near for all people. God has placed many in my life to remind me to rest, relax, renew, and yes, at times even rebuttal. And when that doesn't work, friends who remind me to shake it off. Shake it off and move on because there is work to do. There is kingdom work to do. Jesus didn't work alone, church, and neither should we. So let's stir up a little dust in this little corner of the world in Gilbertsville. Let's shake things up a little bit. Let's not wait for people to come to us so that we may offer them a word of peace. Let's go to them and offer the word first. Let's cross borders and boundaries to proclaim the kingdom of God for all people, and let's do it boldly because that is what we are called to do. Let's share the gospel message of hope and peace for all people as sheep among wolves because, yes, we are sheep of the fold of Jesus Christ. And yes, I know none of this sounds easy, but that's what Jesus has called and equipped us to do as church together. People with that ash cross on the forehead of Ash Wednesday. People with dusty feet. So church, let's get to work. Let's shake it off and persevere. Amen.